three, two, and one. Hi, everybody. This is Ari Ben-Shushan. And this is Yossi Ben-Shushan. And this is the Two Cents Podcast. Brought to you and powered by Meaningful Minute. Welcome back, everybody. Bah! Wow. This is season this is three. It. This is it. Season three. Ari, <laughs> you look different. <laughs> you yes, what happened is, well, what happened is, is that, is that I said, I'm going to grow it. That's what I said. I said, I'm going to grow out the beard. Uh, um, I, uh, and I definitely Bar- see some, some growth. Some, 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 some silverback hair. That's what they call it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There it is. So yeah, if you were a gorilla, that is what they would be calling it. Well, you know, see, thankfully we're Yidin. And so we believe that the gorilla got it from me, not the other way around. And right, of course, right. Thankfully right. we're, we're back. We are back a season three, Baruch Hashem, you know, right. not too shabby, not, not too, too shabby. shabby. <laughs> Not too shabay. I'm I, I'm very excited for this. I, Ari, you're excited for the same reason I am. Um, I'm very excited for this uh, for two reasons. Number one, I've been I've been saving this collars and Co shirt in a in a package <laughs> till we started the first uh, the first episode. That's first of all. Second of all, so Yossi, can can uh, can I let everybody in on the secret? Can I let everybody in on the secret? Say so here's the craziness, everybody. Yossi and I don't plan this stuff out. But the funny thing is, is that Collars & Co. did send us a few shirts and thank you to them. We'll talk yeah, about them in true. a minute. And the one with the button just right over here, I kept in the package also. I said, I'm going to keep that one fresh. <laughs> unbeknownst. <laughs> For our first podcast. Unbeknownst. unbeknownst. Unbeknownst to either of us. Yeah. Unbeknownst to either of us. And so we uh, both cracked out. One. Now they sent us a bunch of shirts. Right. We both cracked out the same exact one for this. So, you know, if, right. if we were trying to look more alike, I don't know if we'd be able to, but let's right. talk about Collars & Co. for a minute. Yes. Thank you very much to Collars & Co. for being the official sponsor, along with Baruch Hashem, along with Yad Laachem, oh, giving yeah. us the ability yeah. to be able to keep this incredible podcast, which People have walked up to me, us, and try to explain to me the podcast. It's very funny. Has this so, happened to you? So Ari, people wait, try wait, to wait, categorize. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> the second thing I was going to say was, is oh, that okay. number one, I was so excited to pull out my How's It Go shirt. Number two, I'm so happy to tell people we recorded an episode. Relax. <laughs> right. It happened. Because people are just like, so when's it happening? They're just, and let's face it, we're recording this just because we needed to start to tell people, yeah, you know, we're right. back. And they try to right. categorize what is two cents podcast and other people who haven't heard it, those odd people who are standing like, and they're like, Oh, what's a two cents podcast? Oh, you don't know. Reb and Shishan has a podcast with his brother. And they're like, all right, so what's it about? And that's where the conversation generally ends. I, I, I don't know how to put a finger on what this is exactly, except that yeah. we try to talk Torah. Obviously we try to give over Hashkafa, but we try to do it in a way that's enjoyable for the listener. And let's face it. It's really therapy for the both of us. Uh, to be able that to just schmooze, true. get stuff off our chest, yep. get to hang out with each other. So first yep. off, thank you so much to Collars & Co. for giving us the ability, being our sponsor. Collars & Co. has these amazing, amazing shirts that really, um, I do hope that this is going to be the next wave of Yeshiva Guy shirts because they're so comfortable. It's just easy breezy, <laughs> right? It's just like this light kind of a, a jersey material. Um, and the way that a lot of them work, is that it kind of just cuts off right there and it turns into this amazing polo shirt. But they also have straight up button downs. Like you go into the mirror, I don't think you're showing up in a polo shirt. So they have straight up button yeah. downs with long sleeves. It doesn't feel like you're wearing anything and the right. collar wearing, I'm wearing, stays strong. I'm wearing the short sleeve. I'm wearing the short sleeve okay. today, but I'm not going to lie. My favorite one by far is the long sleeve uh, is the long sleeve button down. And I'll tell you why. It, it doesn't feel like you're wearing a long sleeve button down at all. Everyone who knows me knows I struggle with having to wear my uh, rabbi uniform. I, it's a hard thing for me. I'm very sensory and it's just rough. Collars and Coach totally changed that around for me. I was in, I was in Florida for Shavuos and it was easy breezy. It was a million degrees. Uh, it was, I was walking on the surface of the, the humidity. And the humid, humidita, humidita, 
It was plural. It was that much humid. Right? It was humidity. Wow. And and I had to wear a tie and everything. And I it was easy breezy. It was it was so fine because I had my uh, my collars and kite. So big shout out to yeah, Collins I mean, and Co. Also, also, Aria, big shout out to Collins and Co. for giving us an opening. How hard right. is it to open things? I can close it's things just, all day long, but to open up a speech or a podcast or anything is really is is not really hard. Easy. It's not natural. So so thank you. Thank you very much to Collars and Co. Go to collarsandco.com and put in um our promo code. Two we cents. have a promo code. Two cents, straight up like that. Two cents. And um and you put that in, you're gonna get 15% off. Right. And let them know. Let them know that um, them that you found their awesomeness right here. Yeah. Tell them. Yeah. Tell the world, Donnie. Tell the world. Okay. Tell and the then world. we would love to thank our wonderful, wonderful sponsors who's been with us since the beginning, the Helege Yad Laachim, who are saving the hardest to reach of all of Klai Yisrael, going in to different villages to go and to save women and children. Um, from over there, then giving them education, helping them become a part of society. Uh, we're going to be hearing certainly from Reb Nassan Gans throughout our podcast like we do each year. And to hear some of the most incredible, very inspiring stories and that ultimately they are part of the Two Cents family. So thank you so, so much to Yad Laachem. Yeah, without a question. I, I, uh, I think one of the first meetings we had about what we're going to do with season three, um, I had said to you, I'm just letting everyone else know, I said to you, Ari, I, I think the first thing we need to plan is we need to go somewhere or have something happen to just match up with the stories that Yad Lachem's going to say because they're so much better. <laughs> they're so much more interesting than anything we have to say. It's a very hard sponsor to work with. They're incredible. They have, they have such great they're stuff. literally out there saving lives. And we're like, there was this speech one time that was hard because it was. It was hot in the room. <laughs> the air conditioning was off and I didn't have a coffee. And everyone's like, oh, how did you do it? And then how could Rabbi you ever? Gans, yeah, Rabbi Gans gets on. He's like, so it was 3.30 in the morning. We hired an Arab cab driver to drive us into enemy territory. <laughs> and, and we just, we end up looking like, you know, so we had to come up with things. We couldn't do it. We tried. We couldn't do it. Yeah, do it. I, you so cannot we be are very, what Yad Lachem does. We are very, very thankful. Thank you so much, Yad Lachem. And finally, us, um, the ones who really uh, make this happen is the audience. Before them, we'd like to thank Meaningful Minute, who powers us yeah. uh, to be able to get out there. Uh, personally, I have a very big thanks to Chazak, to the organization that um, keeps me going here. Yassi, uh, Baruch Hashem, all the many different hats that, that Yassi wears. Um, oh, go ahead. So many. So many. <laughs> too, too many to list. We only so have an, many. A, a certain amount of time. <laughs> He's like Brother Bear showing up new hat, old hat in that right. old Bernstein yeah. beer book. So many wow. different hats. Right? Too frilly, too crooked, wow. too straight. So, um, but we would like to thank Mina for a minute. And finally, we'd like to thank you. You, the listeners. Thank listeners. you. Thank you for, for being our loyal fans. Thank you for giving us this platform. Thank you for giving us really like a voice uh, to be able to connect to you. So really, really thank you. Now, yes, our first podcast back and uh, we need to catch up a little bit in, in, in what's going on in our lives. Uh, but to be honest, what's life going itself, are? I Did didn't say are. I, are? I, I was just thinking, am I a pirate? Oh, what just happened? <laughs> Did you just mess up the first, like within the first five minutes? <laughs> first, Did you just say yeah. what's going R in our podcast? Should I, should I tell you what happened, Yossi? I was downshifting on the gears in my in my truck, in my brain. I was like, da, ba, ba, da, ba, ba, ba. and I'm like, you're going too quick. So downshift and the gear and the gearbox jumped. And instead of saying on, I said R. That's uh so story. basically you're a ch basically you're a truck. Uh a semi. <laughs> That's the point. Uh, is the proper nomenclature. We like to refer to as semis. So right. but yes, oh, wow. what's been going on? <laughs> what's been going on in our lives? So I'm I'm in Los Angeles. And by the way, to introduce ourselves to maybe Los if Angeles. you're that guy, if you're that guy that um your friend was like, Oh, you should really listen to this podcast, it's a lot of fun. And you're like, oh, who is who are, hi, 
So I'm Ari Ben-Shushan. It's my brother, Yossi Ben-Shushan. Um, I live in Los Angeles. I'm a Rebbe over here in high school, and I run an organization here called Chazak, which is to teach um, Torah, basically, uh, to so many different ages, walks of life. That's what I do out here every once in a while. I go out to give a speech in different communities. And Yossi, who are you? I'm uh, Yossi Ben-Shushan. If you know, you know. Wow. Vincent. Okay. <laughs> that's it. That's that's the whole thing. That was okay, us. people. We're gonna move on. All right. Um, if there was music on this, it'd be bum bum bum, right? Just moving on to the next segment. There um, we go. So, what is the next segment? The next segment is going to be an idea of yeah. What, dealing. what are we? Uh, what are we? I want to talk about. I want to talk about dealing with constant frustrations. This is what I want to talk about. Just the little things that drive me, drive you, drive anybody crazy. I'm not talking about the big problems. I wanted today to get into the little things that really drive you know, people nuts. You know, I, I th- th- so uh, really, I'm, you know, outside of jokes, what I do all day, every single day, most of the day, is, um, is problems. It's not necessarily problem solving. Um, I like to call it problem walking because that's what we do. We just walk through the problem. Uh, sometimes it gets solved. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes a problem is not yes, supposed to be solved. Yes, he just made it's that up right now. He just really made up problem walking right now. The second. <laughs> the second. <laughs> the second. <laughs> but if you think, but if you think, if you think I'm not going to use it again, you're crazy. Of course he is. That was a stroke of, of genius right there. Yeah. That was. <laughs> That was amazing. I, I can't take credit. My wife is holding up cue cards in front of me. <laughs> so um, we, uh, I, but what I find is, is that the big problems aren't that difficult. What, what I mean by that is when there's a big problem, when there's like a seriously a big problem in someone's life, Khalila, someone gets uh, sick or someone gets, there's so much support and so much love and so much, and we know that we're sort of um, going to be defined a little bit by how we, you know, handle that big problem. So we put on our our tzaddik coat and we uh, we have that person in our mind that's following us around that's going to write the art scroll book about us, and we uh, we we deal with it. The smaller problems, you know. Our our kid spills his milk on the floor. We just clean. You know what I'm saying? Like the smaller problems, those are where we are actually us. That's that's where we get to really gauge how adept we are, how strong we are, how resilient we are, um, how much we believe in the things that we preach are really the smaller problems. They're not the <laughs> bigger second, ones. Yossi, I got to show you something. It's right here. I was not planning on doing this. Hold on. Wait, oh no, we have a problem though. I can't see it. Today, Yossi, today, I won this. I won a Kenny doll. I won this today in in bowling. Now, appreciate this. I won this because- (laughs) Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Wait one second. I immediately have questions. I'm sorry. Were um, were you bowl? You you went bowling. Um, obviously you're not a golfer. Uh, you 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 know I went bowling, and so no because by, wait, our, did you go bowling seniors, with anyone? Our uh, seniors. Okay. Well, yeah, we went like like a last hurrah. So here's the deal. Okay. So we gave them each like ten dollar cards, whatever, to play the arcades. I waited for them all to like try to get like the dolls by the claw until they finally had this doll just like this. I went down and I got it. I was very proud. I was walking around with this thing the whole day. And I kept on saying to all that, my guys. That is years and years of Camp Sharim uh, right, coming, in, coming into play. That's yeah. right. Now, but, but, but listen to this though. So I, the whole day I'm walking around. I was like, wow, Rabbi, I had you. It's a good day. I come say, it's a good day. I come home. And my kids are just like, oh, Alba, you got us something. I'm like, I, I don't know. 
<laughs> Meaning you, <laughs> you guys have stuff. Um, I was just going to keep this in my office. Okay. Gets worse. Um, that, so now Azriel, my son bought my wife, a coffee cup from Zion national park. When he went there, he saved his little money. He, he yeah. That's yeah so he bought sweet. her a beautiful, a beautiful coffee mug. That's orange. So I said to my daughter, you know where he lives? And I put him inside the coffee mug and it was perfect. Right? Right. Two seconds later, she goes outside. She throws the coffee mug on the ground and cracks it and gets him completely into mud in five seconds. And you know that I got really, really upset. I got so upset. Look at this. Wow. Look at what they did. There's this like dirt and mud all over the thing. The coffee mug is, is now broken. And I'm just like, come on. Those are small wow. frustrations. Yeah. Wow. Those are yeah, things. That's, that's a good example. You know? And, and it just happened five minutes you know, before I started this thing. I'm like, it's so funny. I'm about to talk about this. You know, we're about to get into this. So there are small frustrations that happen in life all the time. And they begin to kind of build and build and fester upon themselves. And it ends up putting us into this perpetually bad mood that yeah. it's very hard to shake because we almost know it's going to be five minutes before I fall back into it. It's just going right. to be another twist and turn of something before I'm going to have to then go and like solve this again. Right. Um, right. So this is, this is an idea over here that I really wanted to get into. So first I want to talk about the frustrations of something that's almost like God sent that now I have to make a decision. So I want to tell you, tell you something that happened this week. So we decided that we are, we're going into New York. Uh, we had a bar mitzvah. And, um, you know, we, we decided we're going to bring in the family for that bar mitzvah. <laughs> and well, whatever, you know, so, so, so we, we, we decided we decided we're going to come in. Okay. And which one of the, which one of the deitches are, uh, are yeah, getting bar mitzvah? They, 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 you know what, Blin Hara, they, ha they have so many that, uh, you know, <laughs> who can care? Blin I'm, sure I'm sure you'll make it for one of them. <laughs> Yeah, we're going to eventually uh, just time it out right. So, no, but mommy and I haven't uh, seen yeah, the kids yeah, for a while. Yeah. So, you know, I I, I, I wanted to bring everybody in. Okay. Right. You, you know how hard it is to pick a flight and a date when you take your whole family and go? You know how hard that is. Mm -hmm. You know, deciding mm -hmm. what the date is. Night, day, That's why I don't the whole travel. thing. This is exactly why I don't kids, travel. It's all that. It's the same reason why we don't go golfing. Do you go golfing? <laughs> Answer the question, yes or no. Ever since I got Collars & Co. shirts, I've been thinking about it, but no, I don't. And can I tell you why we don't, Yossi? Because we don't know where to get the golf clubs. <laughs> when Let you me show just up explain. there- Can I explain what you're saying? Yes. Let me just explain yes, to everybody what you're saying. Please explain to everybody. We're, yes, explain to everybody. We're worried. We're worried that when you drive up to the place and you get up there, and you're, you get to the golf course and you're ready to go. We don't know where to go to get the clubs that we're going to use on the golf course. So, so we just don't go. <laughs> People, just, exactly. We're too, People are we're showing too up with their ask. own. Yeah. Yeah. We're Not too afraid ask. to ask people. Not going to ask. If, uh, so for instance, if Ari would have showed up to the bowling alley today and the bowling balls weren't immediately obvious where they were. He would have just left. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I would have been like, well, it's uh, we the made neon it lights here are nice. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I've right. been good. Because we, we don't like to really ask uh, about these different things. So as really a matter of fact, flight, as a matter of fact, the reason why you were playing for the Kenny doll was probably <laughs> because you couldn't find the bowling ball and you weren't going to ask anyone where to find them. So you just no, went so to the arcade parts. <laughs> thankfully, thankfully, Yussi, I showed up with the crowd and I blended in. Yeah, you know, ah, I'm like, they already, yeah, they all found the stuff, right? So, uh, course, so yeah. we finally, but we finally decided on flights. We decided on Wednesday night, um, we're going to be flying in. It'll be uh, tough. It'll be an overnight. It'll be a red eye. We're going to do, we're going to make it happen. We buy the tickets. We do it. Spend the money. We buy the flights. The next day, Azriel, my oldest son, he's in ninth grade. He's like, oh, by the way, 
we're making a CM on Thursday. I know. I'm sorry. We're making a CM on Wednesday night, that night that we're flying. Now this, I'm like, ah, you know, certain things you miss in life. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing that. And my wife, Baruch Hashem, staunches and she's like, no, Ari, he worked very hard. I, he, he's making a CM on Gittim, which is incredible. He worked so hard. Shabbosim, Chazaras, you know, all these different things that, that my wife was like, Ari, we, what are we going to do? So I start to think, maybe we'll, I'll cancel a ticket with Azriel. The next day we get an invitation, an email from the school. They're renting a chas in the hall. They're inviting all the parents to a sit-down dinner with a band, with a whole thing. And it's really, oh, wow. it's really something. Yeah. Wow. So I'm thinking, so, so, so I said, all right, so let's look, you know, we didn't, we, we didn't go with blue basic, you know, because we're not livestock. So we, <laughs> we paid a little bit more. We paid a little bit more to go with regular. So you can change the ticket. We look at the next day and it would cost me about $800 more to take, to change the tickets. Cause it's seven tickets to change the tickets. It, it's oh, yeah, going to cost yeah, me a yeah. hundred something a flight. What do you do? Right. So this is what I consider one of these frustrations, right? Like, come on, you know, had we, right. and I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, 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 what do you do? And I figured, you know what? This is a learning moment. This is a learning for me, a teaching for the kids. So I told my wife, let, let's do it. Y'all see who switched the tickets, me or my wife? Oh, who, who sat on the phone with JetBlue for hours? <laughs> There's no question who did it, but I want to question the reason you did it now. Your wife did it, l'shem shamayim, l'shem chenach, and that's beautiful. You did it for an intro to a podcast. <laughs> so I was just like, one second, um, we have two cents coming up, and maybe I can get maybe I can get meaningful minute to pay for the difference. You know, if <laughs> hey guys, we are here to talk to you about our favorite shirt, Ari. If if. Anyone lives in Cleveland, they have already asked me about my shirt because I am walking around constantly in this shirt. I'm loving it. I, my mic is a little bit in the way of it, so, and I can't move my mic or it's going to – but these shirts are incredible, are incredible. I'm going to let you go on what it's like to be in LA in these shirts, but in general, in Cleveland, they say the famous joke is, if you don't like the weather, wait five minutes. And I'm telling you, it switches, especially spring and fall. It switches back and forth, and you'll never know where you're going to be. You're never going to know if you're going to. This shirt has saved my life countless times. Yeah, see, I see people here all the time with it, and I'm wondering, how do they know about it? And like, Rabbi, what do you mean? You've literally found the sunken treasure of shirt wearing, and like, we're doing it because this is the best thing ever. Collarsandco.com. Collarsandco.com. You go ahead and you put in the promo code two cents, T-W-O cents, and you're going to get 15% off. Uh, give, give a holla for Yelsey and I over there inside comments just to let them know that Collars and Co. is the best shirt ever. So, no, but, but listen to the story though. So, so we go and she spends hours. Man, that was frustrating for me. Thank you, Nach. Um, that was, yeah, right, that just happened. <laughs> Nahi just did that. Yeah. You should know. So, I just touched a button on my big Simon says thing over here. And I thought that was me. And I was like, oh no. Oh, oh sorry. You thought you pulled that up. No. So, so I go and, you know, I'm like, there it is. So I go, <laughs> yes. And, and, yeah. and I start, you know, getting ready for this phone call for my wife to make. I had to drink seltzer uh, to watch her have to do this phone call. <laughs> I was getting all frustrated with the person. And, and I'm that guy. I'm whispering to her, just make sure we get the same seats. Tell her we get the same seat. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just over her shoulder the whole time. We switched to flight. It cost us more than $800. The kids come home that night. Wow. I sit them down. I say, guys, I want to let you know that in the Schuss of Tyra, because we have so much Nachas from Israel, we switch it over to the next day. It's That's frustration. Beautiful. We did it. The beauty of this, though, is, is that it's a very interesting thing because the next day, the tickets went down in price cheaper than the first night. They just dropped. We quickly canceled, and my wife, again, had to get on the phone. It was so tiring for me uh, to, 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 for her to have to go. And she, we ended up rebooking. We ended up rebooking um, and, and even saving money. So I said to Azriel after that, I, I was just like, you know, it's so interesting that Hashem would do that. 
it's so interesting that Hashem yeah. would have us spend the money and then get back the money. And the whole thing was just about the test. The way I looked at that was, is that in Shemayim, I was always going to be spending the basic amount of money on those flights. But in Shemayim, they said, let's throw in a monkey wrench and will Ari Ben Shushan right. be able to get past it? And Baruch Hashem, I think that we passed that right. one. So certain times, Rabotai, there's frustrations. And those frustrations are meant to be as a challenge inside the moment to make a decision. But those are easy frustrations. Right. That's an easy one. Right. Because yeah. I, you know, because I can take a sit back, I can think about it, and I can make a decision. Right. But then there are annoying ones. Then you have the mm -hmm. annoying. Uh, so those, yeah, right. let me hear Right. No, no, no. So, so I'll, I'll tell you what my problem is. I have a problem. I think we, I think we might've spoken about this on one of the seasons. I have a problem with Elio and Navi stories uh. because it tends to be that not, not that I don't believe them, but it tends to be that people wait for Elio and Navi. Then the, the, you know, I, I, I also don't like, it's not that I don't like, I shouldn't say I don't like, I, I, I don't mind the stories. I don't like people listening to that. I don't like people taking them too seriously. The stories of the guy who went to Israel and he fell off a mountain and this and that, uh, and he landed in Meisharim and now he has 15 kids. Like, right. I think people wait for that big thing to happen. That big test, that big, and then they're going to immediately see. So they do it and then they wait. Sometimes that doesn't happen. You know, this is a, actually a backyard confession you and I did once together, which was, um, I, uh, I, I said, you know, so many people ask where, where we get our stories from. Yeah, like, how does so many things happen to you? That, like this story you just said, you took up the whole thing saying it, which is fine. <laughs> I have a second story that oh, I was going to take out the rest. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ju I'm just waiting for you to, I'm biding my time right this here. Is so... I, and they said, like, how come you guys always have a story? And I say, it's not that we always have a story. It's not that I'm, it's not that more interesting things happen to me than happen to you. I live in Cleveland. <laughs> right, Did I you say go. more? Right, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying there definitely not more interesting things happen to me than happen to an average person. But but I need to pay attention because I have to speak X amount of times a week. And I need X amount of stories. So, and I don't say stories that didn't happen to me. So I need to pay attention. So like when something bad is going on in yeshiva or something bad is going on, and I'm sitting there laughing and my guys are like, Rabbi, how, like, what are you laughing about? I'm like, this is great. I'm, I'm literally going to make money off of this. <laughs> Whatever it was that went wrong. We got a flat tire on the highway. We got to, I'm like, this is going to be fantastic. This is going to be fantastic. I could totally use this. And it's worth its weight. It's worth its weight to me. So when when people the, the problem with that is is that sometimes you don't see the answer you don't see the reason you don't get that uh, uh cheaper ticket the next day and that's when people start to to shake and quake the point is the belief that every fight that every trial that every test is worth passing not because the next day i'm going to get that thing but because it makes me bigger. Right. Yep. Like, and that, and, and that leads me to the next story. Of course <laughs> oh, it God, does. I'm, I'm, no, 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 I'm kidding. You're, I'm kidding. You're, go, welcome, go. you're welcome for the segue. No, that was a good segue. But Yossi, I, can, can I tell you why I'm excited for this next story? I've been waiting two months to tell you this story. And I said, I'm waiting for our first podcast because I, I want you to hear this, this one fresh. Okay. Right. Are you ready? <laughs> so this has to do with when things don't work out. Meaning I started out with the one that does work out just for this one. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, okay. I told you that story to tell you I, this. To tell one. you another. Right. Right. Now, you know this person. Um, they, right? You know who this person is? You, me and him once went out together in Los Angeles. Let's just say. Yeah. Okay. And, yeah, I know. Yeah. And I left a party of three early. I know, okay. So I, I know, I know, I know because it was an epic day. Go ahead. Yeah. That was an epic day. So his family decided. Now Big they live in Los Angeles. shout out to him. Big shout yes, out. We're not saying his right name, now. but uh, now his he family decided. The extended family, Blian had lots of married kids. They rented a nice big house in San Diego to go for Shabbos. 
get, I'm gonna get through the story to go for shots. Your stories, okay? your stories, Ari, have so much sadness in them. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. There's a lot of sadness in a lot of your stories. What do you There's mean? A lot of like, because sometimes it. Okay, go ahead. There's gonna be a lot of frustration for me in this, just even hearing it. But go ahead. I'm listening. They decided they're going down to San Diego for Shabbos. Now, it's one big house. I was getting frustrated already by this point also. It's one big house, and there are the good rooms, and then there are the people who show up last rooms. You know, the cupboard underneath the step Harry Potter room that you have to stick your entire family inside. The house is only so big for everybody. So they decided we're going to leave early on Friday to be the first ones to get there to get the better rooms in this big house. Remember, it's a big family. Unbeknownst to them, everybody else left well before them. And they left just the way life goes, trying to pack the kids in and all these different things. They left later than everybody else. And so now they're already leaving with a frustration. They're already leaving like, we got to get there. We got to get there. We got to get there. It's supposed to be a two and a half hour drive. Five hours. They get on the highway. And it's bumper to bumper weekend traffic. They have a baby and it, that is it, from LA to San Diego is supposed to be two and a half hours. I was about to say, I don't want to say, I don't want to give away too much, but in LA, which is so much worse, I don't know why, but the traffic there is more frustrating to me. Yeah. Then doesn't move. Cause I feel doesn't like, move. cause I feel like, I feel like someone, I feel like the reason we're sitting in traffic is someone's just decided that they're not going to drive now and yeah, everyone that, else has that, to suffer that, that they're it. done. I've never seen an accident in LA, but I've always sat in traffic. Yep. It's just bumper to bumper moronacy. So they're sitting in this traffic and the kids start crying like you can't imagine. And there's only one thing on God's green earth that makes their baby calm down. And that's his bottle. She starts to look around. They left a bottle back in the house. The baby is going ballistic. We're talking blood curdling for Three hours sitting inside the car, trying to shush him. And now the husband and wife are like, you should have, and why didn't you? I I was literally, I was literally just about to say, I was literally just about to say, this is why people get divorced. <laughs> ah, that it, it's those guys. What you should have remembered, and now could you call them to tell them to save us the room? They're not going to save us, and and, I, and they forgot to pack snacks. And they, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Stop pushing me. Stop it. And they're just getting frustrated. We got to get there. And but the traffic on ways is just showing purple. And he forgot to fill up the gas before they left. So about three hours into what they should have been there already. They see there's another two hours still, and now it's on empty. And now she has, she has a lot of fuel back on him. Well, you should have figured out that. Really? She's like, get off at the next thing for gas. Go off at the next stop to go get some gas. It's like, okay, I'm going to get off. Fine, fine. I'm just trying to get in. He's picking every bad lane, you know, every bad lane that's just not moving. And she's like, why are you in this lane? Why aren't you in that lane? Really just frustrated. They finally get off. They go off the highway. <laughs> They go off the highway and they come up to the gas station, which you have to kind of like make a left into, like over a thing. They're coming up to the gas station. As they're coming up to the gas station, so she's like, look, you got to make that left. It's like, I'm trying, I'm trying. And then she's trying to, and, and he kind of misses the exact left because there is no real left. There's like, a, there's like an alleyway behind it that he figured you just Never. go around and you come up to the front. He comes into the alleyway. Yassi. What is the worst thing in the world that you could possibly have pulled into at that moment? What's in that alleyway? Are you ready? Are you ready? It was three o'clock in the afternoon. It was three o'clock in the afternoon, and it was a public school carpool line for elementary pickup. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I was literally just about to say, you can't get out of that. So it's lined up parents for about going down a block and then again and then again and there was no way out so they had to sit inside the carpool lane (laughs) they're watching the hours tick away one car another another for 45 minutes they're inside the thing so finally they come up and the lady says who are you here to pick up and they said nobody (laughs) we just need to make a (laughs) u-turn 
And she's like, Finally. she's like, you have to pick up, you have to pick up someone. They're like, I don't just put a kid in here. Just put a kid in our car. <laughs> yeah. The baby has been crying throughout. They finally get to the end of it. They have to make a left turn out of it from a light that only one person is going each time. They finally oh, get gosh. around. They finally go to the gas station. They pull inside. The kids are crying. We're hungry. They go inside. They buy them yogurt. They come out. The kids pop the yogurt all over the seats. We're talking, but, but, and this is why I love this story. At that moment, his wife, she just stood up out of the car. She looked at it. She looked at him and she said to him, we need to just laugh and sing. We need to just laugh and dance and sing. They got back into the car. They started blasting music, kid music. They started to clap and sing and clap and sing and clap and sing. And they got themselves out of it. And the reason why what? I love the story, and I think they, 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 mom, she said it was one of the hardest things to ever get out of. They showed up to the house and they wow. got the worst room, by the way. Yeah, just, but yes, how incredible them is after that? After this podcast, how incredible I'm is them that? After we record, that is amazing. That, that they were able to just within the frustration, within the frustration, wow, they went and they found that moment to pivot. And to say, there is no reason why we have to be stuck in it. It happened. And it's the most frustrating thing in the world. But there's no reason why we have to stick within this frustration. And right. at that moment, they, she literally just started clapping and clapping, playing music. They started singing and singing and singing. And the entire mood shifted. Wow. It's really in my mind, an incredible, incredible accomplishment. Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Nisano. Guys, we're putting this podcast on pause. We're holding yeah. off. We're, we're, we're stopping for one second yeah. because this is too big. You know, I mean, Yossi and I, we will be standing up, right? I'm standing up like this. And Yossi also. Don't, you know, please, Yossi, please. A Gadol just walked in. A Gadol just walked in. You have to appreciate that the way that we define Gedalim are people who do the most for Klai Yisrael. In my mind, obviously, you know, Gedalim and Terra, but people who literally daiga that they worry for Klai Yisrael. So this is something that I look forward to listening. Rabbi Gans, please give us right now on the, just the front lines of what's happening in Yad Lachem. Let's hear what's, what's happening by you guys. What are the costs? What are the people that you have right now in the employ to be able to help out the people that you're saving? Let's hear. Wow. Everybody, thank you again for the warm introduction. I, I hope my wife doesn't see that. The, I, don't know how to deal, I don't know how to deal with such words. But the truth is right now at the front lines is, you know, it's even hard to imagine. I just got off a phone call in Eretz Yisrael with a group of, of rescuers from Yad Achim that there's currently three missions going on as we speak. Literally in the next few days, wow. there are three rescue missions, one with three children, uh, two places in, in from our villages that is going on right now. And one of the most important things that we know is that our budget a year in Yad Lachem is over $5 million a year. Why? Why so much? First of all, do we have, like I said, 21 social workers that are on call all day. Most of our work is done in prevention. We have school, we have people who speak in schools all the time. We have girls that come and we mamas save lives before it happened. It doesn't make the news, right? You can't say, oh, today 3,000 girls did not end up, right? That doesn't make the news, but we're really saving Jewish lives all the time. We didn't even touch upon putting kids into yeshivas. We didn't touch upon the anti-missionary work that we do. I mean, Yad Lachem has put thousands of kids into yeshivas in the last few years. But right now on the front lines as we speak, and it doesn't really make a difference when this episode is seen by somebody, even if it's seen in a few months from now, or even a few years from now. This is what I'm saying is actionable. Happens to be it just happened today, but Yad Lachem has constant rescue missions. So very important that I ask every man and every woman. This has nothing to do with money. If you're watching this podcast wherever you are, please take two minutes to down for Yad Lachem success. Down that we're successful in what we do. If you're a woman lighting candles Friday night, please have us in mind that Yad Lachem be successful in the work that we do. That's the most important thing. That is my only request for this for this episode. Yeah, the, the website's in the bottom. You want to get some oh, ducker? We're saving Jewish so lives. I want to make a request. 
Yeah, Hold on, but I, think, I want I to make think, a request. I think we might yes. take over to make a different request. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so I would like to make the request, which is that you just heard $5 million a year that's on Riv Nassano's shoulders. So I want that our audience, Yossi, I want us to have a part of it. I want us to echo for eternity that when Yossi and I go up to Shemayim after 120, that they say that because of that funny, silly podcast that you had, there were actually amazing zechuyot, amazing merit that came out of it. So- you all, Davin, surely, but I want you to go to saveaworld.org right now, and I want you to go make a big donation that you possibly can. Pigeon Shmuim is on the top of the list. Pigeon Shmuim means, we would say Pigeon Shmuim, it means saving souls from a jail that they can never get out of, and that's all of our responsibilities. Everybody, right now, Ramnasano, thank you so much. Go to saveaworld.org. We look forward to all the help from the Two Cent Podcast listeners. Thank you so much. Uh, I, I I, I think there's a lot of good points to this story. First of all, just a killer story. But I think there's a lot of very important points. I, you know, sometimes I try putting myself back to being a kid for a minute, like it, witnessing these things, and you never understand what in the world is going on. You never understand what's so stressful about all this. You never get all the stories that the parents are are telling themselves. And the kids are just sitting there and they don't fully comprehend the the gravity of it. They don't really understand gas. They don't understand uh, uh, money. They don't understand. Yeah, they don't. They don't get any of it. And in that moment, you have the opportunity to really make or break a certain part of them. And th- and that's why I'm I'm trying to say that 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 the same point as I was trying to make before. When we behave as if every single test is worthwhile, whether we see the worthwhile at the end or not, which is why I love this story, because they have no idea why they got the worst room, right? That hasn't been revealed yet. You know, everyone else might have brought home bed bugs. I have no idea, like, or not. But I'm just saying that they didn't need that. They turned it around on their own. It was awesome already. Because they turned that around. I, I I have a similar one. I think we're running out of time here, but I, I, I'm going to do it quick. I have a similar one. It literally just happened. I mean, I have a really good one, but it's too long. We'll save it for a different podcast. But I, I have a similar one where uh, just re- just now, I, I just I mentioned before, I was in uh, Florida for Shavuos, and I was supposed to fly out Sunday morning. I had to go do the uh, Tour Anytime uh, event. And... I I was flying out very early in the morning because for some reason in my head, the event was starting at about 10 a.m. So I I took like a 5 a.m. flight or so. And and, and now that by the time I got there and you know David Chakras did everything, I told him I'm not gonna be in the studio till like 9:30, 9:45. You gotta uh, you know, we're gonna have to mic me up quickly and get me ready to go, you know, right away. I just want you to know I'm gonna be late. And I sent that message to Shimon from Torah anytime. I sent it to him uh, or someone. Uh, no, it might have been a Javi. I don't know who. But anyway, I sent it to someone the night before. Metzah Shabbos. I sent it to them. I was fly out Sunday morning. My family was going to stay in Florida another day. because my, my, uh, uh, my in-laws and a few people were there. They were going to stay another day. Another day or two. I have no idea. And I was going to go to New York and meet them back in Cleveland. Um, I get to the airport at about 4.30 in the morning <laughs> and I walk right up very now. I, for whatever reason, I didn't check in early. I don't know why I normally do that, but I didn't do it. And I sent this message to Shimon, by the way, or whoever it was, I don't remember uh, the night before. And they messaged me back. They're like 9.30 AM. I'm like, yeah, what do you, Yeah. They're like 9.30 a.m. or p.m. I'm like, a.m.? <clears throat> what are you talking about? <clears throat> and they go, well, why are you getting here so early? No one's going to be there. I'm like, what do you mean? We're starting at 10. They're like, no, we're not. I'm like, we're starting at 10 a.m. They're like, no, we're not. <laughs> Who told you that? And I look through all the things that they sent me. I'm like, I have no idea. I don't know why that was in my head. <laughs> and they're like, up in your we're mind. starting. <laughs> totally made it up. They're like, we're starting at 6.30 p.m. I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. Now, now, mind you, I lost my wallet. 
I lost my wallet. Obviously. I didn't, obviously. I didn't have I didn't have a uh, license yet. I ordered a new license, but I didn't get it yet. So I couldn't rent a car. It's not like I could go see my parents or go see my man Abba or go see anyone. I couldn't do anything. I was going to Uber to Brooklyn and then just sleep on a bench in Landau with everyone else until 6.30 when, when they were ready for me. I had nothing else to do. There was nothing else going on. And I was like, man. I'm like, all right. I, so Mitzvah Shabbos, I tried switching the flight. It didn't work. It just wasn't going to happen. So fine. I get to the airport, 4.30 a.m. I'm like, I, you know, I'm going to take an opportunity. I'm going to go. Uh, I'll go to whatever shul it is, and I'll just sit there and learn. I thought uh, maybe I'll just go to Chaim Berlin and sit in the back. I don't know. I'll, I'll do something. Go to the mayor. Um, listening on a share. You know when the last time I was in a share in a yeshiva was? Yeah, like, ever. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. So, you know, you need that to like, you know, inject you again. So I, 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 you know, I figured I was trying to come up with stuff. Okay, so I go to the airport about 4.30 in the morning. I get there. I, uh, I, I go up to the kiosk, if you will, and I don't have a license. Uh, so I put in my passport and I didn't have any other information. So I put in my passport and the kiosk is like, no. We have no idea who you are. So it's not going to do it. Just go away. Right. It's not going to do go, it. Go away. <laughs> so I go up to one of the uh, the you know counters and I go up to the lady and I'm like, uh, you know, I'm Yossi Ben Shushan. And they're like, of course you are. No, I'm of like, here. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I, you know, I'm on, uh, you know, 5 a.m. flight. She looks at it and she's like, yeah, no, you're not. I'm like, no, I, I am. I, cause she says, do you have a confirmation number? I'm like, of course. But if I didn't like, just look it up with the other thing. Cause I can't <laughs> find that. And she's like, uh, she's like, yeah, you don't, you're not on this flight. I'm like, all right, you want to play hardball? I'm like, how, how much is it going to cost to get on the flight? And she's like, that's not how that works. She's like, it's booked. I'm like, I know. <laughs> it isn't. I know. But if I was a pilot, like how much would it cost to get on that flight? She's like, what do you, it was 4.30 in the morning. I had no idea what I was saying anymore. I didn't sleep the night before. And she's like, you can't, you just, it's over. She's like, the next flight is at 2 PM. I'm like, no, it's not. No, it's not. How do I get there? And she's like, you can try a different airline, this and that. And I'm all upset and I'm all angry. And I get into my head about it. And I'm like, why? And I do this all the time. I have so many stories about doing this and I never learned my lesson. I'm like, why are, why I'm going to try to like spread tire. I'm not, this isn't for me. I'd much rather stay here and hang out with my family, you know, in the pool and you know, whatever in Florida. I, for sure. I'd much rather that like, why? And I like finally very grumpily, I grab my stuff and I go outside and I order an Uber and I'm all upset I get into the Uber. I get back home. I'm back home before like 5 a.m. And I go back to sleep. And I, when I wake up, I'm like, what in the world was I doing so upset? Hashem literally just handed me the 2 p.m. Like, I wasn't going to do anything. I didn't want to go then. Like, it was so much better to go later on in the day. It was so much this. It was so much that. I, I. Because in my head, I had decided that this is the flight I was supposed to make, even though it's not the one I wanted at all. But I was told in my head that this is the one I was going to make. That that's the one. That's the one I need. And when it went wrong, I was like, rah, 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 rah. and Hashem was like, what? You, are you serious? You were trying to change it last night. You were trying, I'm here. I'm doing and, it and, all and, for and you. I did everything for you. Right. I did yeah, everything. I did everything. the yes. whole thing for you. What are you doing? Now, I could have. Now, and this is this is the point for me. And this happened to me so many times, and it's something I'm personally working on in my life. At that counter, I could have smiled and just said, Oh, yeah. He got me. He got me. He's got my back. He's got me. And walked away and been so happy to go back home and take a nap and just be good. But I couldn't do that. I couldn't do that because of that story in my head that this was supposed to be different. And I think the running theme here among a lot of that is a lot of these little frustrations are because life and the world is not matching up to our story. And I don't want to go into rant here, but a lot of times our story is totally made up. And even if you think that it's not, even if you think it's Tyra-based, 
that this is what Hashem. So Shadokim, right? Everyone's supposed to be married by 22. No one's supposed to be left after 22. And the Rabbanish was like, what? I don't know who said, I don't know. But who said that? Why? Who? I, that's not, that's not true. But we made like these milestones in life. Everyone gets married and is supposed to have a baby right away. Everyone uh, who has a baby, that baby's supposed to be uh, uh, happy. Uh, da, 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 da. And, and all of these things. And then, no, no, nothing is going to go according to our plan. We have two options. We can either stick to our plan or go with a much better plan. And if we, if we insist on not being so controlling over everything that happens and instead be inviting of everything that happens, we could do much better. And when I say yeah. we, I emphasize on me because yeah. this is where my frustrations come from. When it just happened to me again, uh, we got to our house after uh, we got to the house we were staying at after that trip. And I took out everything from the back, all the suitcases and everything. And my kids are like walking into the house all free and nice and like not holding anything. I'm like, it's okay, guys. I got it. Um, I'm, I'm laden with bags. I'm like holding all of them. I'm falling over. I'm like, I got it. And Marva's like, could you just ask him for help? Like, why do you have to be so mean about Full it? Full of drama. She's, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 She's so right. Why do I got to be so mean? Because in my head, the story is that I'm the melech in this family and I should be walking out, you know, all, and my kids should be scurrying around like a bunch of little minions, like grabbing my stuff. That That's just, that's the story in my head. That's not the reality. Why yep. stay with that instead of living in reality that is so much more enjoyable and is definitely better for you because that's the reality your Bani Shalom chose. Beautiful. So yes, we 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 we're we're trying to keep our podcast to a certain amount of time. The first one, you know. We oh, go I'm sorry. Did bit. I did I take up did I take up too much time? I, I, I just, Was my sorry, story we, we, we too long? Hang on so one sorry, second because I have so sorry, I have time. a second story that I would like to share. Uh, hold on one second. I, I I'd like to tell you something. I was I my story. I was waiting to tell you. So that's the difference. Let's see. Ah, uh, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh. And okay. then and. And then, and then the story in the bowling alley, well, <laughs> just needed to be said, just absolutely needed to be let's said. Yes. Let's face it. I was trying to pull a flex that I want a doll, you know, because that's it. We were yes. never the people in great adventures to win anything ever. I don't know Z- how Alana's kids bro. are winning all those basketballs all the time. So that's well, what that's, is that? That is Rafal. That's our brother. Oh, by the way, yeah, we should include everybody over here. That's our brother-in-law's yeah. like luck that they're the ones who always win the basketballs and the capes and stuff. The Ben Shushans, yeah. nothing. We just have we to win. hold on to the like the ticket in our pocket afterwards. Like when we, we brought, don't win, we brought this back. Yeah, you know. The that's, only time, uh, the only time my kids, my kids win like raffles is when we don't belong there. So it embarrasses me. Like if we're at a shul <laughs> visiting a community for the first time and they're like, and my kids got the first <laughs> ticket ever, like what do you call it? And this and that, and they're like, thank you everyone for coming all year. It's been six months and they go through this whole thing. The grand prize, my kids are going to win. <laughs> yeah. So that everyone looks at me and is like, who are you again? That's, terrible, that, that's my luck right person. there. Yeah. So, you know, we wanted to open up to start to talk about um, just how to really deal with frustrations. We're talking about changing around the mindset, um, really having more of an openness to Hashem's narrative and to not like have a thought distortion into what it's meant to be for our own. Instead, to know that Hashem does run everything and for us to really appreciate that, for us to be cognizant of that, and ultimately for us to live that way, like Yossi pointed out. Um, is right. just really a much happier lifestyle. All right, everybody. All right. All right. Thank you so, so much um, for coming back to us. And we're so excited uh, to have this next season. A lot of great ideas, a lot, lot of fun stuff involved, a lot of new um, just stories, a lot of new ideas coming your way. Um, right. My name is Ari Ben Shushan. Um, no, 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 we're not doing that. We're not oh, doing that. That's We're not doing that because we actually like more- have... No, oh, we, we would have, have an some, outro. Uh, no. No. How long have you been doing this? We well, have, you look we at have, the chat. we have, Nachi has a surprise for us. He has like a, a video or something that we're, 
that we've never seen. He's like, there's this amazing video or something. Oh my gosh. I mean, if anybody wants to just know that Hashem runs the world, the fact is, is that somehow or other we have a podcast. <laughs> this is true. This oh, is true. There, <laughs> there's been instruction coming down from the higher ups on the chat. So our surprise is no will- instruction. We knew this from beforehand <laughs> that there was going to be a video. Uh, here. Hey, what DJ, about this? Roll that clip. The Jews in the Yiddish language, there's this word fargi, beautiful word. Here's what it means. It means that if we are in a community and you're doing something, even if somebody outside the community can do it better, cheaper and faster, we buy from you. And when you get it wrong, we come to you. This, this, this wrong. Fix it. Then we buy again. It's called Fargin. Go and look it up. Wow. Wow. Where in the world? Where, where do you even get that information from? The word Fargin. Uh, I, uh, that's one of those things. I'm sorry. My, my shoulder's hurting. That's one of those things that, uh, that, um, that you know, you know, he definitely, he definitely like grew up in Crown Heights or something. <laughs> I, I, no I'm, I'm not sure. Well, he There's said no to question. look it up. But Yossi, do you feel that his take is correct on Fargan? You know, he started yes. to, to to really get it right. And I believe he got I, it right. I that's a thing. I believe he got it directly right, but to a point where it was deeper than the regular Fargan, which is that if you got it wrong, we'll come back to you and we'll say to you, please redo it, and then we'll come back and buy from you again. Meaning right. So he got so a much want, deeper idea into it. What he his I think his point, which is what's what's important, his point was is that I want to I I I want to work with the guy next door to me, uh, the guy who lines up with me, the guy who I know, the guy who I care for. Therefore, I'm giving him this business, and that's more important to me even. And I think that's the point here. What I think he's missing is that I don't know how to say this that that I don't get a lot of backlash. So I'll say it that I do get a lot of backlash. I think he thinks that we're doing something nice for each other when we're not. What we're actually doing is something nice for each other and for ourselves. The reason I'm giving, if I'm a the business guy, the reason I'm giving that. Jew or that person that I know, the reason I'm giving him that is not to be nice to him. It is. There is a sense of that, that I'm being nice to him, but it's also because I feel more comfortable working with that guy, which is the, the, which is the beauty of it, that I feel more comfortable working with my brother than I do with anyone else. So the, the, the belief system is so deep within us, is so real for us, that if someone has the same belief system, I am going to trust that person more. His point was, help out your community. My point is, is that when you deeply believe in something, by helping out your community, you're actually helping out yourself. Yeah, beautiful. Um, I, I, I just want to take it, uh, just one more, more thought, which is that um, he was explaining that the way that you do what Yossi just said to do, the way you do that is you forgive and forget really quickly. Meaning, Gufa, the way that you're ever able to yeah, do I that, like that. Yeah. Is, is that you forgive and you forget really, really quickly. And that if there was a mistake, you look at it as an opportunity for the other person to build up so much greater. So, you know, uh, 100%, 100%, 100%. But wait a second. Let's just say the best part of that whole thing was watching him say the word fucking. Fargan, yeah. Fargan, Fargan. No, I, I mean, like, like he just, I, he, like, he we're, said like, it we're like an a champion. ancient, like, we're an ancient tribe. There is yeah, a term, Fargan. <laughs> the ancient Hebrews used it. It was uh, for the, uh, like, like, we're like this. No, no. Fargan is, is something that's going on. In like the yeah. diamond district with a bunch of Hasidim. It's not, it's not that romanticized. You right. know what I'm saying? It's like people it's like, would come and ask us, do you have a ceremonial headdress when you right. fight? Right. It's like they're looking through all their options and there's one guy named Epstein and they're like, we'll go with him. 
We're going to go with him and just check to make sure he, he gives Meister and puts on the phone. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that's, that's all there is to it. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, that, 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 that really is a beautiful video. So this is a segment which we're going to have reaction videos to some incredible stuff that's out there in the world. Um, until next time, y'all see, I'm so excited to get this next season. Thank you to everybody who do has been with us over here. I am Ari Benchushan. I'm Yasi Benchushan, and this has been the Two Cents Podcast. <laughs>